Welcome back. You are now tuned in to No One Watches Regular News, hosted by me, Kerry Bogle. The first story that I'm going to get into is about the Maui wildfire. So this fire is, they're saying is very unusual how it happened. Um, because if you think about it, Hawaii is about 2,000 miles off the U.S. mainland, okay? If you do your research, look it up, uh, um, you will find out that this is the fifth deadliest fire in U.S. history. The fifth deadliest fire in U.S. history. So wildfires are, are more common on the U.S. mainland. For example, in the western portion of the U.S., Montana, you know, North Dakota, South Dakota, uh, Washington, Oregon, um, California, even down south in Texas, it gets really hot down here. So grass fires are a common thing. Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, Florida. So it's very typical, very normal for grass fires, wildfires to occur in the western portion of the U.S., but it's not really normal or typical for a wildfire to happen on an island like Hawaii unless the conditions have changed. So they're saying due to climate change, this is what caused the wildfire. It's very, it's a, it's very dry there, not enough rain. They were saying that the humidity was very low there as well. A hurricane had missed the island, but it was, it was real windy. As a result, the uh, the wind was, was so strong, the wind was knocking down power lines. And then this is what sparked the fire, they say. But also, too, it's, it's been other things said about maybe this fire was done on purpose with the intent to uh, grab the land from the people there that didn't want to give up their land. It's also some reports about that. People are saying that they had their power cut off, water cut off, people were not allowed to leave the island. There's images of, of cars almost melted, uh, but then the tree is still standing. So how did the the, uh, the fire that burned everything, buildings, miss trees and certain things? So it's just very fishy and just very unusual that a wildfire would happen on an island in the Pacific, in the Pacific Ocean. But I get that Due to the conditions, this may have led to the wildfire. I get that. So let's talk more about climate change, or I should say how they change the climate. Oil spills, for example, oil spills. So back in 2010, it was the deep water horizon in the Gulf of Mexico. This was a disaster which caused about 4.9 millions of barrels of oil to be released. So that's about 700,000 tons. So this was in the Gulf of Mexico, this, this oil spill. So since the 1970s, oil spills were very high, but now they've gone down. But, but just think about it. Uh, since the, the 1970s, oil spills have been occurring over and over again. Over the years, it has gone down, but it's been very frequent. So just how much oil has been spilled in the ocean, the rivers, the lakes, how much of the soil is polluted already? How much is the air polluted already? So due to human beings being here and uh, oil, drilling for oil, um, extracting resources, uh, people having to have their homes built. So they have to cut down trees. 
for lumber. Just how much damage has been done on our part to the planet. The earth is a living, breathing organism. No different than us. So it feels as well. So I, I can imagine how if something is damaged and it hurts, how would it respond to stopping the pain from occurring? You will defend yourself. And that's what the planet is doing right now is it's defending itself from us. Well, I, I should say all these major companies that have made billions of dollars off of extracting resources for what they need. Even now, car batteries, you know, they're going to these EV cars. You still have to extract resources for those batteries that you're going to make. So oil spills, uh, batteries for cars, cell phones, computers, etc., these, these things that are manufacturing built require resources, and that means you have to dig for it a lot just so people can have what they need and be satisfied. Also, also this too is cities get more populated. This, this is going to require more cell phone towers, more power lines to go up. Um, they say that as a result, these cities are, are going to get hotter. Why? Because it's giving off so much heat. Radiation. So due to us being here and companies extracting resources for what they need to make money, it's caused a lot of damage to the planet. A lot. More so than people really anticipated. So what's the effects of climate change? Uh, we're going to see more severe storms, increased drought. The ocean is uh, warming and rising. Right now, they're saying the Gulf of Mexico is the hottest it has ever been on record. We're seeing uh, the loss of species, animals, uh, etc. being, you know, going extinct as a result of us being here. They're losing their, their habitats. Uh... There are food sources because of us being here and because we're consuming so much. We're going to see not enough food, people having more health risks, poverty, displacement. So this is the effects of, they say, climate change, or I should say they change the climate due to the drilling for oil and extracting resources. So this is what's happening right now. So how do you know that the earth does not require so much oil in the uh, earth's core to cool it down. Think about the number of species of, of mammals or animals in the, uh, the sea, or I should say marine life in, in the sea. And just think about how much of us being here has affected them. If the ocean is, is rising up and warming in certain areas where it shouldn't be. If it's a certain temperature, it should be all the time. What happens if it warms up? Certain animals begin to adapt to it, adjust to it. Some might grow bigger. Some might get more aggressive. And we're seeing that right now due to the changing of the climate and what has happened. 
I mean, I've I've seen films like Godzilla, King Kong. Um, who's to say, man? You know, one day Godzilla pops up somewhere, or King Kong pops up somewhere because of just what's happening to the planet of of things modifying. You know, animals be, being able to adjust to the environment. You know, they might be getting bigger. <laughs> I mean, you never know. Just saying. But honestly, um, if you use common sense, man, it's the fault of these greedy bastards that want more money for the company, these politicians, etc. These even even these climate change activists, they're all in the same boat. They want money and they want a lot of it. So even at the expense of damaging the only planet we have, Earth here, they'll do anything for a dollar. Just to, just to even get rich, man. So we're seeing just how far they have gone to damage the planet. Again, since the 1970s, man, it has always been oil spills every single year. So think about that. Every single year since the 1970s, it's been numerous oil spills, even though it has gone down. Just how much of that oil they didn't clean up. Hell, I was, I was reading one year where they found a nuclear bomb in Georgia they never detonated so was that nuclear bomb still leaking somewhere and did it did it get in the soil the water source I mean you never know but this is how much damage that has been done to the planet on our behalf of greedy ass human beings that just want more money and um as a result, uh, regular people like me and you are going to have to suffer through it and and deal with the consequences of it, man. And even our kids and our grandkids will feel the effects of this. Again, uh, more severe weathers, more droughts, warming of the ocean, and, and, and even the ocean arising. When I was in Miami about two years ago, I, I noticed that the ocean just looked different. Uh I've I've been there about three or four times now to Florida, and each time I notice a different a difference in the ocean. Way difference, okay? Loss of species. People are not going to have enough food. Uh, that's why they're trying to create food in laboratories now. It's it's not enough food to even go around now, and you know this is the result of us changing the climate. And what we have to deal with now. I don't follow exactly what you're saying. I believe it's okay. I don't, I don't okay. expect you to. Yeah, but it's, I'm, it's I'm, one I'm, moment. I'm a little, I'm a little slow one sometimes. Moment, one moment. Yeah, we get it. Yeah. One moment you're complaining about the system. And the next minute you're saying the system is, is fair. The next minute you're saying it's not fair. So that's what I'm saying. There just seems to be a double standard on you and the system not wanting to be accountable for a system that do, black do people I, are not do, in charge of by the way I, do I, of not wanting to hold both sides accountable when it comes to the system do i believe hillary was treated differently and joe biden treated differently than donald trump is being treated yes i do is that an indictment about whether or not america is systemically racist no it is not they're two, they're two, two totally different, different, two different things. things. Yes, you're, yes, you're trying are. to merge the two, but they're two totally different things. I agree with you. The two different still things. The system. No, no, no we're, we're agreeing. The we're agreeing. The two different things. 
We're agreeing. No, we're agreeing to two different things. We're not agreeing that there's not systematic racism because we're not in charge of the system, sir. In case you okay, okay, all right, all right. Can we, can we? Black can, people can, have never been in charge of any system. Well, we're not actually, in, actually, 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 we, actually, we have been. Take Baltimore. No, we're, no, we've never been in charge. May, of may any I finish? Any, no, tell me what financial system are black people in okay, charge of? Let, what take, healthcare system are black people in charge of? What government system are black people I'm, in charge I'm, I'm, of? I'm ready to tell what you. Prison system are black. No, black people in charge. I'm ready to tell you. I'm not talking about mayors. I already know that talk, talking point, sir. I go on Fox News all the time as well. So let's not let's not go there with that. I said, what system have we created? Goodness. Have we implemented that we have been in charge of? Name one. Is this why you don't like talking to black women, Larry Elden? Wow. Um, Baltimore. <laughs> uh, Freddie Gray a few years ago. No, no, ago. no. That's mayors. I'm not talking. I said system. I'm Remember going to like tell you system. about this system if you allow me to finish my point. I'm not talking about somebody elected and doing a job, sir. I asked what system did we create? What financial Okay, let's talk about the create? system of one yeah, of the largest. Him, point, thank you. Sir. One of the systems of one of the largest uh, uh, cities in America, Baltimore. Uh, Freddie Gray died in police custody a few years ago. Uh, the mayor was black. The head of the police department was black. Number two. Uh, it's not police, in charge of the system. But go ahead. Number two person in charge of the police department was black. All Still of, not in charge all, of the all of city council, Democrats, majority black. Six Still not in charge of the system. Wow. Six, That's a of, position. six officers charged, three of them were black. A judge before whom two of the officers tried their case, found him not guilty, was black. Still uh, not the, in charge of the, the system. The uh, city uh, uh, intendant of public schools was black. The county superintendent of public schools is black. Uh, the attorney general at the time, Loretta Lynch, is black, as was the president of the United States, was black. And yet, still not people, in charge of the system. So I asked you a simple question, well, well, sir. Well, Wanda Sykes said uh, when, when, uh, when Barack Obama got elected, how are you going to complain about the man when you are the man? Now, from the president to the attorney general to the state attorney uh, to the mayor to the head of the police department uh, to the commissions of the schools in the city and in the county, uh, to the majority of city council in that city, all of them are black. And you're still saying that we don't run anything? So who's in charge of the no, system? No, no, no. I, I said who created the system. I didn't say we didn't run anything. I, I challenged a lot of those black leaders, by the way. I said who, when we talk about the system, who, what black people have been in charge of any system? I'm not talking about a position. I'm not talking about a mayor. You know oh, so you're, 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 you're basically saying that they're, just, so, they're black faces that are still in correct. those positions, so, but they're so, still correct. being Correct. Similar to you, Mr. So, Elder. So, so, you're so, a black face in, in a position in the conservative movement. They're, they're just the same. They're just on the other side. I'm talking about so then, so then, so then, so then, when Martin Luther King said in 1966, I believe there could be a black president uh, in about 40 years' time, then it really doesn't matter if there's one or isn't. No, it, it's yeah, one. It, so nothing, it, nothing changes. He, he, was, he was naive. Well, the system he was naive also then. killed him as well. The, well, we know that the FBI and the CIA also killed him. That system, you realize that, correct? Wow. An individual killed him. Right. That was also a part of Pro Hotel through the system. Cointel. Correct. Yeah. Uh, not correct. Pro. Not, not, not correct. He was so killed. the FBI didn't have anything to do with it. The CIA didn't have anything to do with yeah, it. Edgar Hoover was definitely on Martin's ass. Like, come on. I, did, I didn't say he wasn't. Oh. Uh, Robert Kennedy is the one that approved the wiretaps. But to say that the FBI killed him, I mean, what's your evidence of that? Oh no, I, yeah, that, that's, I, that's a pretty I, serious I, I, I charge. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Pretty serious charge. Yeah. Serious charge yeah, requires serious about the, evidence. Yeah. What is your law proposal? So can you blame the system, man? Uh, that's the question. Can you blame the system? So you heard the audio. That was Larry Elder on The Breakfast Club. And um, for some reason, you know, uh, Tay has kept on bringing up the system. You know, it's the system. You know, black people have never been in charge of the system. So I was watching a film called Teal. Teal was about Emmett Teal. Uh, he was, he was, it was pretty brutal murder. This young man was kidnapped, uh, beaten, and then he was shot in the head, and then he was his body was thrown in the river. 
his mother, Mammy Attil, did not want a closed casket. She wanted the world to see what they did to her son. So in the film, they they made Emmett Till seem very naive, very stupid. Um, that part I didn't like. Well, was was how they made him made him out to look, you know, like like he he was this stupid, this naive to where he would grab a white woman, and uh, that was not the case. But this white woman would go on to lie about what she said he did to him, but he didn't do it. So in in the film. You have to really uh, understand in 1955, black people had no rights back then. Racism was practiced. It was legalized. It was sanctioned by the U.S. government. This this was allowed. It was not illegal to practice openly practice racism against black people. It was a very known thing in 1955. It wasn't until... 1957, uh, Eisenhower had signed into law the uh, Civil Rights Act of 1957. That's what he signed in, in, into law, and that would give black people the right to vote because we couldn't back then. So back then, um, they had more barriers, more obstacles to uh, overcome, more things to deal with than we do now. So back then, you could say it was it was the system for a fact. It was systemic. Even now in 2023, we still deal with um, systemic racism. It's, it exists. It's not something that's a myth. It, it's real. But to the extent that it affected black people's life back then, does it affect our life the same way now? And the answer is no. It does not. There is no way, no how, if you're black, to where you are denied and you can't go to certain places because you're black now. Those laws don't exist no more. After they sign into law, these things stopped. They had to take down signs. The schools had to be desegregated and, and integrated. And then racism was no longer practiced within the uh, the system through education, jobs, etc. So they couldn't do that. But now we still deal with the systemic racism that's that's real, but not to the extent, okay? And when I hear black people complain about the system, I think about how we can't get organized. We we can't have a set of principles or procedures. To which we used to get things done. A certain method we go by. If you blame the system. You have to look at yourself. And understand well. How come more of us don't participate. How come more of us won't be teachers. And law enforcement. The same way that we complain about the public schools. The cops. How come more of us won't be. Police officers and get into law enforcement. How come more of us won't be teachers? If we say that both parties, Republican or Democrat, are so racist, why can't we just branch off and begin our, our own party? That's what Dr. King was doing. That's what he was doing. Was he, he saw how both parties didn't favor the poor whites and the, the, the poor blacks. 
So let's branch off and begin our own party that's separated. So he was able to galvanize people through organizing. So what has happened is that we have become more comfortable in complaining about the obvious thing versus being able to participate and inject change and then move on from there. The first step, man, is you have to be able to have principle and procedures. Next thing is to, is to be able to get organized and work together. We are the only people that do not really want to work together. And it's obvious. But yet we can sit back and complain like she did and say, well, it's the system, it's, it's white folks. Black people have, have never been in charge of the system. We can if we had, had our own separate system. We can be in charge, and we've seen that. And then when, when we fail or don't get our way, we'll get what we want. We'll blame white people in the system and don't even provide any details of who and what. We'll just say it's the system, the system, a.k.a. white folks. But if you watch the D movie Teal, you will see that Emmett Teal, this was in 1955, black people could not vote back then. They could not vote. And this was legal back then. He went down south, didn't know the way of life down south, got caught up, got killed. And this was a kid. So luckily, our, our lives now isn't the same as their life was back then. We're more free. But yeah, we see us behaving badly, committing crime, doing dumb shit, and then we turn right around and blame white people, the system, for our failure. And we cannot do that. The system, by definition talks about a set of things working together as parts of a mechanism or an interconnecting network. That's the system. A set of things working together as part of a mechanism or inter interconnecting network. So if we say it's a system, that, that means these people that run the system work together and we don't. So we think that it's undefeated. We can't defeat it. Yeah, you can defeat it if you work together, if you get organized, if, if you're galvanized, if you have principles. You can beat the system. You can begin your own system by working together. And that's one thing that we don't understand. So when I hear, like, for example, her complaining about the system when Larry Elder is not using that as an excuse, she is. She's blaming the system because we failed. And have not produced. And been successful. But there are all black people out there that are successful. That do uh, take pride in, in being able to network and work together and build a team. So they, they have figured out a, a way out. And created their own system. So they can beat their system. And that's what you have to understand. So that's my thoughts on that. Um, in my opinion... I'm not a fan of Larry Elder, but the fact that he's running for president says, I mean, it says a lot. And for the woman to, to complain about the system 
It just tells you where her mind is, her, her mindset is. It's limited. And people like that, you can't be around them. They're not useful. They're a burden. They're a handicap. You, you can't use them. They're useless. But we cannot keep blaming the system and say it's the system's fault when we have opportunities now to create our own system. If we, if we work together, that's the only way. Mm-hmm.